Do you have a problem hearing the television? Do you need to crank up the volume so loud your family is screaming at you? Then put on your TV ears. TV Ears has helped millions of people just like you hear TV loud and clear without cranking up the volume. For about 60 bucks for the 30-day free trial, you can get your own set of TV Ears. When you wear TV Ears, you can mute the TV volume for private listening or let others watch TV with you. Order in the next 10 minutes and take us up on our 30-day home trial and very special price. TV Ears is a brand hearing professionals have trusted for more than 20 years. And through this special radio offer, you can get your very own for just $60. Just mention promo code RADIO. So put on your TV ears and make everyone happy. 800-984-4207. 800-984-4207. That's 800-984-4207. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. we got a lot of news to get into on the show here today. It's Tuesday. That means NWA Power is tonight, as well as AW Dark. Last night, of course, was Monday Night Raw. This was the follow-up to, well, a lot of things, actually. It was the first Raw after Crown Jewel. It was the first Raw after the SmackDown show with the NXT Invasion on Friday night that everybody raved about. What did you think of Raw last night? I can't say that I was blown away by the show. I don't think it was terrible. It was just... A television show that was there. Some stuff happened. Some of it was good. Some of it wasn't. Some of it was totally nonsensical. There was a lot of stuff going on yesterday. We could talk about it here today. But that is the story on Raw. We've got new WWE signees. We have got the cards for Wrestle Kingdom thus far. There is a January 4th and a January 5th Tokyo Dome. Big matches on both shows. And we have previews for AEW Dynamite on Wednesday night. And NXT as well. Raw went off the air without any news on anybody from Raw showing up at NXT. And if it were me, I would have promoted Raw roster stars on NXT if they're actually going to be there. So I don't know if they're going to be there or not. I'm under the impression that they're going to be Raw stars on NXT this coming Wednesday night. Why they didn't mention that, if that's the case, I have absolutely no idea. What do you think? Is AEW going to beat NXT? Is it not? I had some feelings about it over the weekend, and after watching Raw, man, I feel confident in my prediction that AEW is going to win the night again. But we'll see. Who knows what's going to happen tomorrow? If you want to text us here today, the phone number, 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. I am Brian at WrestlingObserver.com, at Brian Alvarez on Twitter. Mike at Sempervivi, back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. Hey. Hey, Bench, what are you doing? I'm rubbing my blue emu on. 
Well, you ready to go fishing? Fishing? You said we were going fishing this morning. I have ten gold glove oh, awards. Oh, here we go again. Johnny Bench doesn't go fishing. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Johnny Bench goes catching. Blue Emu supports healthy muscles and joints. Blue Emu. It works fast and you won't stink. Available at nationwide retailers and Amazon. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. And now for an important announcement. Do you, or does someone you know, sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but a common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you. It's your mattress. Fortunately, there is a cure. It's called Purple. Purple is the only mattress with a scientifically engineered smart comfort grid. This patented technology is designed to let air flow freely so you sleep cool. Side effects of sleeping on Purple include sleeping better, feeling better, and, well, honestly, smelling better. Try the Purple mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. And for a limited time, pick a free Purple product with your mattress purchase by texting SLEEPY to 84888. The coolest sleep of your life and a free Purple product by texting SLEEPY to 84888. That's S-L-E-E-P-Y to 84888. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Hey, Mike, how's the house coming along? (sighs) Needs a ton of work. The pipes are leaking. Needs a new roof. The AC just broke. I just don't have time to do it all myself. You know anyone? Oh, just ask HomeAdvisor. They match you with the best local pros for any home project. Cool. Yeah, you can read reviews and book appointments online. What's it cost? Actually, HomeAdvisor is always free to use. Nice. I'll check it out. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app. HomeAdvisor. listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I presume Mike Sempervivi will be joining us here today. Lots to get into. If you want to text us, 425-780-7566 is the number. That is 425-780-7566. All sorts of news to get into here today. Shortly after the show went off the air, word came out in the aftermath of their delays getting out of the country following Crown Jewel, WWE has announced that they've expanded their partnership with Saudi Arabia. The news was announced via a press release. It was issued yesterday. Following the historic Crown Jewel event in Riyadh, WWE and the Saudi General Entertainment Authority have expanded their live event partnership through 2027 to include a second annual large-scale event. 
WWE and GEA also continue to work towards the completion of a media agreement in the MENA region. The long-term partnership demonstrates WWE and GEA's commitment to bring sports entertainment to the region and sports Saudi Arabia's Vision 2030. So they had already signed a 10-year deal. So from 2017 through 2027, we already knew that. And they'd already done two events a year. But on the earnings call, George Barrios did note that they weren't guaranteeing two shows going forward. Well, lo and behold, yesterday they announced, hey, two shows going forward from now through 2027. Fascinating timing that this came out yesterday. Everything is fine, everybody. Don't worry about it. WWE stock had taken quite a hit. And as of this moment, as I check the old stock price gimmick here, WWE stock $56.25, up $3.11, 5.85% from yesterday. So it did help a little bit. But still, $56.25, just a few months ago, the stock was hovering around $100 per share. So that's the that's how they followed up. Yesterday, there was a meeting with Vince McMahon, and of course there had been a lot of talk about what was going to happen on Monday because there was the situation with the plane. As I noted yesterday, you know, WWE's claim was mechanical issues. And as I noted, would I be surprised if, in addition to everything else, there might have been some mechanical issues? Sure, that's possible. Were they stranded there for 30 hours solely because of mechanical issues? There are people there insisting that's not why they were there for 30 hours. So whatever the story was, there was a lot of unhappiness. I mean... People can say whatever they want, but the fact of the matter is, if you go on WWE social media, if you listen to what the wrestlers put on social media, there were wrestlers that talked about being stranded. There were wrestlers that talked about being abandoned. There were wrestlers' wives who used terms that would have nothing to do with mechanical issues. I believe hostage situation was used by one wife one way or the other. No, there were no guns pulled. We've went over this before. But there were people that felt that they were abandoned. And one of the big topics of conversation was, well, what's going to happen on Monday? Carl Anderson even posted a, a emoji of a popcorn box and said, well, who will turn out to be the locker room leader on Monday? Well, they had a meeting, and Vince McMahon explained to everybody that there's nothing to see here. It's all mechanical issues. Everything is fine. Don't worry about it. Nobody really spoke up all that much about it. Nobody tried to walk out. Nobody complained. Nobody publicly said, we're never going to go back. Even though on social media, many wrestlers did say, never again. I'll never go back, etc. None of that during the meeting on Monday. Now, Seth Rollins has gone crazy on Twitter. He's very upset at Dave Meltzer. And in his rant on Dave... A purveyor of misinformation at best, I believe he said. A liar at worst. He used the hashtag rah rah. Now, we heard from several people that Seth Rollins spoke during this meeting. Dave used the term rah rah speech. Seth Rollins called him a purveyor of misinformation at best, a liar at worst. He didn't go into any more specifics. 
Now, the best that I can figure is that Seth Rollins feels that he did not give a rah-rah speech to the locker room, and thus Dave, by reporting that, is a purveyor of misinformation or a liar. Now, as I noted, several people said that Seth spoke. Maybe Seth said something, and some people interpreted it as a rah-rah speech, and in Seth's mind, it wasn't a rah-rah speech. I don't know what's going on here, but it appears to be a semantic issue where Seth must have said something, but he felt like he was, I guess, wrongly, whatever the word might be. Dave called it a rah-rah speech when it wasn't. I don't know, but he's upset about that. That's the story on Seth Rollins' speech, to the best of my knowledge. Uh, Seth has blocked me on Twitter, so I don't even really know what he said. I've, I've, I've seen people say this or that, but fact of the matter is, that appears to be what this is all about. Uh, so that's the story. That's the story on the meeting. That's the story on Saudi Arabia. I guess the big question going forward is, all those people that said never again, all those people that said that they're not going back to Saudi Arabia, are they going to go two times a year for the next eight years? Because that's the deal. I guess we shall find out. What did you think of Raw? You're welcome to send us a text message here today. 425-780-7566 is the text message number. Or you can send me emails at brian at wrestlingobserver.com. Let's go through some of these text messages here. Then we'll talk about some more news. This person here says, Last night's show closing killed NXT dead for me. Ciampa, Riddle, Lee, fighting along Undisputed Era while the announcers yell endlessly about brand supremacy. A meaningless goal undermines all of their characters. I heard a lot about this last night, and as I talked about on yesterday's show, reality is it is a Vince McMahon... Now that these guys are on Raw and on SmackDown, doing angles to build towards Survivor Series, it is a Vince McMahon show. And if you have ever seen a Vince McMahon invasion whether it be the WCW Invasion, early 2000s, ECW Invasion, you know what you're going to get. And that is a show that Vince McMahon is booking. The SmackDown show on Friday, I thought was great. I thought it was great. Main event was great. They put over all of the NXT talent. If you watch Raw on Monday, the whole storyline is that nobody from SmackDown was there. They were a depleted roster. They were weak. That's why these NXT superstars showed up and won all of those matches. That's why. If SmackDown had been at full power, this is the storyline, things would have been different. And on Monday Night Raw, yes, factions that are feuding are now together on Raw to take on Monday Night Raw. And yes, you had people like Matt Riddle out there. Matt Riddle's just, he's out there as a guy. And he's feuding, he's brawling with Kurt Hawkins. Like the the WWE locker room is all of the B-team 24-7 geeks. It is what it is. That's what you're going to get. You're going to get it on SmackDown, and you're probably going to get it on Raw next week. Now, if if Raw talent shows up on NXT, I think things will be different. I think Paul Levesque, as he likes to be called, not Triple H, I think he's going to book things differently than Vince does on Raw. So I think that if if the Raw roster or the SmackDown roster invades NXT, I think it's going to be pretty cool. But you got to know what you're going to get. 
if you're watching Monday Night Raw. You're going to get the Vince McMahon version of Invasion. You're going to get the Vince McMahon version where it's like the WWE B team against the the A-class invaders. That's just what you're going to get. So if you can tolerate that, you can tolerate that. If not, may not be your time to be watching Raw and SmackDown over the next couple of weeks. This person here says, It's been three days since Vince had Matt Riddle, and already he had no lines and was just part of the pack. Yep, that's what happened. That's the way things go. We're going to take a break. Back in a moment, we'll take more text messages, talk more news. Maybe, maybe your phone calls as well. We'll see if we can find Mike Sempervivi. Back in a moment, Wrestling Observer Live. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, Get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information, and then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit, and 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. 
800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Actually, Mike's not here, but I presume he'll be here at some point. First, as of other wrestling reporters spoke out about Seth's tweet to Dave. Since they, by and large, report similar things to Dave, Seth is basically bearing wrestling journalism as a whole. Yeah, that's what happened. But he's attacked Dave because Dave is an easy target. That's why he went after him. And, again... I feel this is a semantic issue. I mean, Seth probably said something. Didn't feel like it was a rah-rah speech. Dave called it a rah-rah speech. He got mad. I don't know what to tell the guy. Except that he probably should not be on social media. This person here says, Sound to me like Rawls is actually either a dumb idiot or worse, an outright vindictive liar. I really hope it's the former. Now, what he is is he's a company guy. Right now, he's the face of the company. He's he's their John Cena right now. Of all, I mean, this is where we're at right now. Seth Rollins is, is John Cena now. So it's his job to go out there and defend the company at all costs. That's his job right now. It doesn't mean he believes everything. He knows what his job is, and he's out there doing it. And for the people that can see through this, They've lost a lot of respect for Seth Rollins, but that's what he's got to do. Like, if the day ever comes where he leaves, you'll see a different Seth Rollins. But this is the way things operate in WWE. Person says, Rollins seriously has to be the worst company guy ever. I honestly believe John Cena not being around anymore to give advice like he was during Roman's push has hurt Seth. No one is as good at handling critics as John Cena. This person says, purveyor of misinformation. Isn't that what you call a company that publicly calls Saudi Arabia progressive? This person here says, hasn't Dave said that whenever a big-name wrestler calls him out, he usually sees an upswing in FRW Observer subscribers? Since it's Seth, that probably means the needle won't move at all. Actually, if you want to see an upswing in subscribers, you need to see more Hell in a Cell pay-per-views. It's stuff like that. When things are great... Or when things are horrible, we always see an uptick in subscribers. When things are boring and nothing's happening and people are just bored by the product, that's bad for our business. But when things are very, very good, things go up. When things are very, very bad, things go up. And we had one of our biggest boosts of all time as a result of that Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. I mean, it was incredible. Keep in mind, the Wednesday Night Wars had started prior to Hell in a Cell. And we got very, very little bump when the Wednesday Night War started. But Hell in a Cell being such a train wreck horror, we saw a huge uptick in subscribers. So that's the way things work. Seth's days, this person says, every text message here about Seth. Seth's days as a babyface are over for good. In storyline, he is a whiner and a perpetual loser. In real life, he is a whiner and a bad-faith actor, a company man trying to discredit legitimate recording, uh, reporting for his own ends. I used to love Seth as a performer, but he is at his most insufferable in wrestling right now. 
This person says, Seth Rollins makes me wish the times that Roman Reigns was being shoved down our throats. WWE has finally made me root for Roman Reigns after all these years. And finally, this person says, so what was the deal with Asuka tapping out to Natalia clean last night? It was very dumb. Killed any momentum Asuka could have had for a potential future Becky feud. Tag match was also really bad. Charlotte looked out of it. Natty was Natty. Well, apparently, Natty got the win because she's just got momentum coming off being in that first women's match in Saudi Arabia. And a lot of different people wanted to interview her. A lot of media was interested. And I guess they felt, well, let's give her this big win on Raw. And the problem, obviously, is that they were looking to book a Asuka versus Becky Lynch match. Because if you'll remember, Asuka beat Becky way back at the Royal Rumble. And at the time, I figured, man, you know, What's the point of this? Because Asuka then vanished. She, like, disappeared for months. And now, I guess the idea is, well, we're going to go back to that. Well, they decided they were going to go back to that, and the next thing you know, this happens. They, they, she submits to Natalia. Now, the, if you want to put Natalia over, great, okay? But, no long-term thinking here. If you want to do Becky versus Asuka down the road, like, why did she do the job last night? How about you have Kyrie Sane, who's already lost to Becky Lynch. Why doesn't she go in there and do the job for Natty? That's the easiest way to solve this problem. If you want to get Natty over and you still want to do Becky versus Asuka, then have Natty go in there and submit Kyrie Sane, who's already lost to Becky Lynch. Why that didn't happen... Well, the simple answer is because it's WWE. That's the answer. Now, last night Dave said, well, you know, they're probably going to go to this feud down the road and people will forget this. And, like, if if, if your audience is going to forget stuff like this, then why even bother building towards anything? That's my question. If they're just going to forget everything, then just do stuff, which is largely what they do. But to have some sort of booking plan where, ha, ah, down the road we're going to go back to that Royal Rumble thing and this and that, if people are going to forget that Asuka did a job clean in the middle to a sharpshooter for Natty, then why are we presuming they're going to remember the Royal Rumble? The fact is they are going to remember the Royal Rumble, and they are going to remember this. So this was a stupid finish. That's the answer to all that. Let's talk about some of the upcoming news here, because we do have some other things to talk about besides Seth Rollins. WWE officially confirmed the signing of Scarlett Bordeaux. I have no idea why this took so long. Bordeaux was among four names that were announced for uh, joining the WWE Performance Center today. Shotzi Blackheart, Indy Hartwell, Evolve referee Stephen Smith, also officially unveiled as new Performance Center trainees. So all of them signed with NXT, and we will see how many of them become big stars. Scarlet Bordeaux to me is a can't-miss, but... I've said that about 50 people in NXT over the last couple of years, and there is no such thing in WWE as a can't-miss. Two matches originally scheduled for last week's SmackDown have been rebooked for this Friday. During last night's Raw, a commercial aired during advertising Roman Reigns' Baron Corbin and a tag team title match for this week's SmackDown. 
Title match will be SmackDown Tag Team Champions Revival, defending against The New Day. The delays the WWE roster had getting out of Saudi Arabia prevented those matches from happening this past Friday. NXT Invasion instead took place as WWE kicked off the Build 2 Survivor Series. Non-title triple threat match between Revival, Raw Tag Team Champions Viking Raiders, and the Undisputed Era has been announced for Survivor Series. Pay-per-view taking place All-State Arena in Rosemont, Illinois, on November 24th. So that's coming up on SmackDown this week. And we've also got matches announced for AEW Dynamite. Pac versus Trent Beretta taking place this coming Wednesday. We have also got Adam Page and Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara this Wednesday on Dynamite. Match will be part of the final build to the Jericho Cody AEW World Championship match coming up at full gear on Saturday. And of course, last week, Cody was attempting to make a major announcement and he was interrupted by Chris Jericho. And this coming Wednesday, he has vowed, I will make the announcement. So we're going to find out whatever his announcement was. That is coming up this Wednesday on Dynamite. I'm going to go through a few more text messages here, and then I'm going to be opening up the phone lines for the final segment of the show. So if you'd like to give us a call, the phone number, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. These numbers will soon be available on the front page of WrestlingObserver.com. We still have the old number up, but I'll give you the new number for right now. 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Let's keep it on topic here today. Seth Rollins, Crown Jewel, Raw, AW. Seth Rollins is noted, since I'm sure that's what people are going to be calling about, but you don't have to. All of that we'll get into after the next commercial break couple of text messages here raw was extremely boring didn't set up anything they had something with the seth angle decided to blow it i hope whatever talent is not happy decides to write out their contract and go prove something in impact or new japan those are the two choices you came up with impact or new japan there's a lot of places they could go there's openings everywhere speaking of new japan we do have matches announced for january 4th and january 5th at the tokyo dome january 4th okada obushi for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Jay White versus Naito for the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. Will Ospreay versus the returning Hiromu Takahashi for the IWGP Junior title. And Jushin Liger, Tatsumi Fujinami, Great Sasuke, and Tiger Mask versus Naoki Sano, Shinjiro Tani, Tatsuhito Takaiwa, and Raisuki Taguchi. That's the January 4th show. The next day, also at the Dome, We have got whoever is the IWGP heavyweight champion and whoever is the IWGP intercontinental champion, they will be squaring off with both titles on the line. So Okada, Ibushi, Jay White, or Naito, one of those men will be walking out of the January 5th Tokyo Dome with both the IWGP heavyweight and intercontinental titles. We also have two non-champions. Whoever is not champion in those matches will be facing off in a singles match. Tanahashi versus Chris Jericho and Taiji Shimori and El Fantasmo versus Sho and Yo for the junior tag team titles. Back in a moment with your calls, text messages, news, and more. Wrestling Observer Live.
has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest price. Prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi is sick, so he will not be here today. All right, here's the text messages, and we're going to go to the phones in a moment. If you want to give us a call, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. This person here says, so since Bischoff got fired so quickly for apparently doing a poor job in his role, when is Heyman getting the boot? The show is objectively no better than it was before he took over. If anything, it is worse with the Mike and Maria Canellis, Rusev, Lashley, and Lana ridiculousness. The show is better now. It's not a lot better, but it is better than it was before Paul Heyman. There is a massive difference between these 
two individuals. I never heard one single solitary positive thing about Eric Bischoff when he was in that role. And not only that, like, I never heard of him even doing anything. Like, every time I asked, I never got a response about how, oh, well, you know, he was working on this, he was working on that, this is who he wants to blub. I never heard any of that. I constantly am hearing things about Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman is there, and he's trying to do the job. And as I've mentioned before, whether you like the show or not, and, you know, there's things that Paul Heyman does that I'm not a fan of. I mean, he clearly is really into this this wives and husbands thing because we saw it with Mike uh, Mike Kanellis and Maria, and now we're seeing it again with Rusev and Lashley and Lana. And I'm just not into this stuff. I don't think the audience is into it. None of these things have done a thing for the numbers. The Rusev thing last week died a death in the numbers. So I'm not into this. I don't like it. He seems to like it. So whatever. We disagree. You got to try stuff. But the bigger issue is, and I've said this a thousand times, he is climbing straight up a hill. I'm talking, you know, straight up and down. Fighting an impossible battle to win. There's things on this show that, if left to his own devices, they would not happen. I mean, a classic example is Cedric Alexander. He wanted to do something with Cedric Alexander. He started for a few weeks, and Vince decided, Cedric's not getting over. Push is done. And that was the end of Cedric Alexander. So, it's Vince's show. Vince decides who's going to get pushed and who's not going to get pushed. And he decides who's going to win, and he decides who's not going to win. There very easily could have been a situation where somebody who lost an important match on Raw, Paul Heyman wanted that guy to win that match. And Vince, for whatever reason, said, no, they're not winning that match. This person's winning. Because maybe Vince had an idea for down the road that later he forgot, so it was pointless to even go that direction. But point is, this stuff is going to happen all the time. I'll just say it flat out. Paul can't win. And it's not just Paul Heyman. Nobody put in the position that Paul Heyman is in right now. None of them can win. It's a losing battle. You're trying to write a show for Vince McMahon. All you can do is the best that you can do. That's it. Let's go to the phones. Carlos in Houston, you're on the air. What's going on? Hey, Brian. All good here. Um, Earlier today, you touched on the stupidity of Oscar tapping out to Natalia. I want to add to that. It's not just Oscar tapping out to Natalia, but Kyrie Sane by association also losing in the process um, the tag team match last night. I mean, the Kabuki, the Kabuki Warriors just turned heel, and they're the champions. Why? Why are they losing? I mean, it, it, the fact that Natalia had this so-called momentum—you know, the Fiend had momentum before Hell in the Cell, and look how that turned out for him. Sasha Banks had momentum earlier this year, and they jobbed her out to Becky Lynch. So why is this momentum all of a sudden an excuse to have Natalia tapping out, you know, the best tag team in the WWE? Well, my friend, I want to thank you very much for the call. Listen, there's nothing inherently wrong with the Kabuki Warriors doing a job if they did that job because there's going to be a Natty and Charlotte versus Kabuki Warriors championship match. If that's the direction they're going, great. They should have won. But if they're not going that direction, if there's no plans for a championship match, then that was really, really stupid. 
But again, my bigger issue is, what's the long term? And the long term was apparently Becky Lynch versus Asuka. So even if you're going to build up a championship match between Natty and Charlotte and the Kabuki Warriors, it still should have been Kyrie doing the job. You protect Asuka if she's the one that's going to get the big singles championship match down the road. So they better do a tag team championship match out of this. Otherwise, I'm going to be even more upset about it. All right, let's go to the phones. I believe that uh, Chris in Vegas, you're on the air. What's going on? Brian, I've missed you. I've missed Wrestling Observer Live. I teach during this time usually, so I don't get to listen to you guys anymore. But I'm happy they at least put you on the radio when I'm driving home. I put you on at 5 o'clock. What's going on? I get to listen to the replay. Damn. So uh, I, I'm watching this show, and I don't get to watch Raw like I used to. And it says Raw, Raw backstage, something else is on Wednesday. But during NXT, I have AEW to watch now. And, and then my wife goes, what are they going to do, add something on Thursdays? And she said there was too much. And she is way more of a casual fan than I am. And when are they going to stop? Because I can't keep up. I, I fall asleep during Raw now. Um, I enjoy AEW. I stay awake for that. But I just can't handle all this product with nothing going on and nobody over. Well, I want to thank you very much for the call. I mean, that's something that we don't talk about that a lot, but... You know, when we talk about trying to keep up with all of this product from all these different promotions, I mean, one thing that we don't really talk about is that normal people have families. So even if you're a huge wrestling fan and you actually want to keep up with all of this, if you've got a girlfriend or a wife or a boyfriend or a husband or whatever, I mean, does your significant other really want you watching this much wrestling? Like all of your free time when you get home from work, is consists of watching wrestling. I mean, what's going to happen here is we may get a boom period in some form or fashion. I don't know. But what we are going to get is a lot of these shows are going to see great declines in viewers because there's just so much other stuff. Like, people are really starting. They're really going to start to pick and choose. It's a lot of fun at the beginning because, you know, I love the fact that tonight I can watch NWA Power and AEW Dark. I love those two shows. I love the fact that I can watch NXT and AEW tomorrow. But it's my job to watch everything. So on top of that, on Friday I got to watch SmackDown. I got to watch the whatever pay-per-views are this weekend, UFC, WWE, AEW, all these pay-per-views, Raw on Monday night. I mean, I have to watch everything. But a, a good example, like I didn't want to watch Crown Jewel anyway, but let's just pretend that Crown Jewel was like a great show. I sat down Thursday night after doing the Brian and Vinny show. It's like 10 o'clock, and I got to start watching Crown Jewel. And I was so over wrestling. I just, I because the show wasn't very good, it was even more infuriating. I'm struggling to stay awake. I, I, I just, I did it, but it was so hard. And then I know the next day I've got to watch SmackDown. Now, if this were not my job, would I watch all of this stuff? No. It's not because I don't like wrestling. It's because I have a family, and I want to spend some time with them. And I spend so much time watching wrestling, not to mention all the other things that I have to do. A normal person where this is not their job, they can't do this. So shows are going to start to take a hit. SmackDown's going to start to take a hit on Friday. 
You know, AEW and NXT, they've already started to take a hit. Raw's taken a hit. Like, all of it's only going to get worse. Now, the key here is there are so many options. There are so many options that you have to find a way to stand out if you are going to thrive in this new wrestling landscape. You can't just go out there and do, like, a show. You can't go out there and do what they did on Raw Monday. It was just a show. AEW and NXT, like, they're putting on... I love those two shows. They're putting on really good shows every week. Now, last week, obviously, was an aberration, going up against Game 7 of the World Series. Wednesday's number is going to be a very, very interesting number because Wednesday's number, I feel is where these shows are going to kind of settle in for a while. And it's going to take a long time to build the audience from there. But in order to do that, they are going to have to put on something that is more than just, it was a show. How they do that, I don't know. But there's just too much product for everybody to keep up with. And people are going to pick and choose more than ever. Let's go to Bobby in North Carolina. Bobby, what's going on? Hey, Brian. Uh, real quick question. First, I, I agree with your last point. Uh, it's, yeah, there's a lot of product. You made a very interesting point uh, a couple weeks ago where you talked about the women in AEW needing some seasoning. I looked up on Cage Match. It looks like both Nyla Rose and Britt Baker have worked about 150 matches. Do you feel that there is a time after you've worked so much where there's a bit of a law of diminishing return? And how much do you think these women and even some men in AEW would have to work to get to that point? My thought is somebody like Sammy Guevara, who's been at been in wrestling for nine years, would it be more important for him to learn to be Sammy Guevara on TV, whereas a lot of these other people with 150 matches probably need just to do more matches. And I think to that extent, you know, is there anything with all of the continued references to House of Glory other than Cody, you know, making him say, uh, all right, I'll hang up for what you answer. Thanks. All right. Hey, thanks so much for the call. All right. In terms of working, if you are green, you need to do – a lot of matches and obviously like you don't want to do seven matches a week because you're going to get hurt but to me you need to do more than one match a week and i really feel that you need to do non how can i say this obviously you need to do televised matches but sometimes like especially on on you know raw you know well i shouldn't even say that because they've had some long matches on raw but point of all of this is you're not going to get a lot better doing short TV matches once a week. You need to do longer matches. And that means that either you're going to get more time on an AEW Dark, or you're going to need to either do some AEW house shows, or you're going to have to allow some of the talent to do limited booking somewhere else. If everybody worked at minimum twice a week, maybe three times a week, if you're green, like you're going to get better. And obviously part of that is, you got to work with like a lot of different people because there's a lot of different styles in wrestling. You need to know how to, you know, call a match in the ring to a decent degree. You honestly nowadays need to know how to kind of script a match from start to finish because there's a lot of that nowadays. You don't, you don't know what you're going to get. You need to be able to do everything, and you need experience, and you need to wrestle a lot. And once you've once you've gotten pretty good, I mean. A Chris Jericho doesn't need to wrestle three days a week. Uh, he can wrestle once a month, and he's going to be fine. You know, as long as he's doing cardio and everything on the off time. 
a Sammy Guevara, somebody like that, once a week. You know, the Young Bucks, um, Jack Evans, all of the all of the wrestlers that have been doing this for a long time, they're going to be all right working one time a week. They're not going to all of a sudden badly regress. The, the ones I'm concerned about are the younger guys, the Jungle Boys and the Marco Stunts and the Britt Bakers. You know, these younger, greener talent that have less than 150 matches or whatever, they just need to get more ring time. It's going to be very hard to do only working once a week, and sometimes some of them don't even work once a week. Like, if a Marco Stunt doesn't have a match on the television show or on Dark, he has zero matches that week. And I think that people need more than, you know, 24 matches a year or whatever if they're working every other week, if they're green. So I don't know how they're going to do it. It's uh, it's going to be interesting to follow. But obviously they have people that are going to love working one day a week, and they're going to have people that need to work more than one day a week. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 That's 800-223-0992 are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing Vector Vest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. 800-584-2519. 800-584-2519. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. 
Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live, Mike Sempervivi. We'll be back tomorrow, I presume. This person here says, Refusing to let people leave, giving people excuses about major incidents, calling journalists liars, Vince being the infallible leader, WWE wanting insane amount of money from its rank and file fans, it all seems a little cultish. Yes, but there is a huge difference between WWE and an actual cult. In an actual cult, I'm talking about the wrestlers here, not the fans. Some of these fans are somewhat cultish. In an actual cult, the people within the cult actually do believe everything. In WWE, all of these wrestlers that go on social media and say stupid things, they know what they have to say. That's the difference. If they left WWE and went to AEW, you would have a whole bunch of John Moxley's, like a ton of them. Seth, he is just killing his credibility but I don't believe for one second that this guy actually believes the stuff that he says maybe some of it I mean I'm sure there are some things here and there but like the overall message that he's spouting about WWE and the fans he doesn't believe this it's his job as the face of the company right now to be this guy I mean maybe he willingly does it happily maybe he's just like Maybe it tears him apart inside. I don't know. But trust me, trust me, he does not believe everything that he's out there saying. This is just his role. The same goes for a lot of people. We're out of time, everybody. I want to thank you all for joining me here today. Later on tonight, I'll be back with Vinny, Retro Ron Nitro, 19 years ago this week. Craig's got the day off today. I'll be back tomorrow with Wrestling Observer Live, Wrestling Observer Radio, and a Filthy Tom show yesterday, a lot of fun. All sorts of great stuff up at WrestlingObserver.com. About 20 new podcasts every week for subscribers, Wrestling Observer newsletters, replays of this show commercial-free, all sorts of great stuff. If you love this show, I guarantee you'll love a subscription at WrestlingObserver.com. So go sign up, join the club, have fun. Talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live.